Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, March 26, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, I'm going to tease this before we get into it. But okay. I know I've been talking a lot about the uh, the feel-good recommendations. I have one in this episode that mm. it just made me it made me laugh so much but then also it made me like tear up a little bit. Oh no. For 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 not the normal sentimental reasons. It's oh, not wow. sentimental okay. at all. Okay. But it made me laugh and it made me tear up a little bit because I, I loved it so much. So we will get to that. But it's not at the end of the episode. It's actually in the middle of the episode. So oh, geez. you'll just have so to wait sh- and see. No, no fast forwarding. Yeah. Yeah. Short no, no, just a little We'll get there. Um <laughs> Somewhere we will also get is do our Patreon, patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. We've got a lot of interview fun stuff coming up about the COVID-19 impact on the theatrical community. We've got three or four interviews or three or four uh, episodes lined up that we will be coming to you over the next few weeks. We also have a uh, might be having a, a whole new show debuting. So uh, if you like arguments about cast albums, stay Ooh, tuned. Okay. Because you might be hearing that coming into your Patreon feed. And don't forget that on Sunday, March 29th at 10.01 p.m. Eastern Time, Jennifer McHugh and I's next episode of Recapping Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist will drop. We will be recording that, um, I believe, on Friday. So that'll be in your feeds on the Patreon feeds on Sunday night as well. All right, Ashley, let's get into the news. And let's start with something that we knew was coming sooner or Uh later and sooner ended up being yesterday, as it was announced that the Tony Awards will not be happening on the previously announced June 7th date. Instead, the 74th edition of the awards will be postponed and rescheduled for a later date in coordination with CBS, so that's good because I think a lot of people were worried that if they moved the date, they wouldn't end up airing on CBS, which would hurt mm-hmm. the yeah. community as a whole. But that it's still good. It's good that they're talking about it still being in conjunction with CBS. In a statement, the Tony Awards through a spokesperson said, quote, The health and safety of the Broadway community, artists, and fans is the utmost importance to us. We will announce new dates and additional information once Broadway opens again. Of course, whenever the heck that might be. We are looking forward to celebrating Broadway and our industry when it is safe to do so. Now, Ashley, you and I talked about this after we finished recording yesterday's show, and Oliver Mm -hmm. and I talked about it on that special episode but I know that there are a lot of people that believe that that believe that the Tonys are going to be can- canceled completely, and they're going to mm. do like a season and a half in, in you know in twenty twenty one's Tony yeah. Awards. But that would absolutely completely shock and absolutely disappoint me Agreed. because there would be no better time in the history of Broadway in which the community needs the exposure (laughs) of the Tony Awards than now. Sure, they might need to tweak the awards or not include all of the categories or only present winners and some with no nominees or whatever kind of changes they need to make based off what happens in the next few months. But the Mm -hmm. Broadway community and the theater community at large needs to have the ceremony on broadcast television oh, yeah. to let people know that New York theater is open for business. Yeah, and we've even talked about this like in conjunction with what happened during 9-11 and how they had commercials and uh, the difference there, uh, this being the only kind of similar comparison is that was obviously in September and this is happening right at the end of Tony season when you know we're expecting 
to start celebrating shows and pushing forward for all these shows. So obviously it's bittersweet to see this. None of us want to see it postponed, but it's really good news to see that it will be pushed back rather than completely canceled. As of now, I, I, I'm also in the camp that it would highly shock me if that happened, because as you said, I think this is something we really need. I'm sure the format will be different than what we're used to. Like, I can't imagine if, if they can't, if they canceled, it's going to, as you said, it's going to be like a season and a half rather than a season of shows. And I don't see that being the case just because on top of many things, what that would do for future seasons and what that would do for shows that have either had to cancel or postpone. I see this as I'm sure, or not even see this, but I hope that this is, you know, an opportunity for them, as we've talked about, to just kind of showcase these shows in Broadway and, as you said, show that they're open for business again. Yeah, I could see this just being even more so than in normal years, just the biggest commercial for everything on Broadway. Oh, yeah, exactly. That you could possibly imagine. I see them um, doing a lot more uh, in terms of performances, longer performances. Yes, they should. Also, I would be... I would be completely fine with them doing performances in whatever form or fashion of shows that have been open long before this season. Um, and also I would be fine if they wanted to include some performances from shows that are coming in the following season. I think whatever they can do to entice people to come back to Broadway is important. So if that means, um, you know, you, you kind of trim down on the other stuff that we're used to seeing, um, still present the awards, mm-hmm. you know, however, but do it uh, quickly. And I know the awards are important and we all get worked up about how like some things are done during commercials. And I totally understand that. Um, and I'm sure. usually right on board with that. But this year, whenever this happens, I want to see as much performance in as much star studded extravaganza as humanly possible because the community is going to need it and i won't be surprised if you know unfortunately if we lose some musicals along the way or if they get postponed to another season if we won't still see maybe some of those casts perform in some way or another yeah absolutely like there's no reason why flying after sunset or flying over sunset or getting high over sunset doesn't (laughs) perform they've yeah i mean like them and caroline are changed those have both been uh, postponed to the fall, but they, I mean, Flying Over Sunset had its um, its invited yeah. dress. It was getting ready to have first previews on that Thursday when everything was canceled. Caroline or Change was getting close to beginning performances, right. too. So, I mean, it's like, they're ready. I mean, they can think, do a number. think if Six doesn't open this season somehow. Like, there's no way you don't see Six at the Tonys. Right. And I, I would be shocked if Six doesn't. But I agree. Any- but, you know. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Actually, the Outer Critic Circle also postponed their awards as well. Um, and there, I'm sure they will follow the cue of whatever the Tonys do. Okay. Moving on. On the heels of the good news about Lincoln Center's two shows that are being moved to the fall, the Roundabout Theater Company announced that Caroline or Change and Birthday Candles will both be a part of the fall season for the company. Additionally, Ashley, the press release indicates that Sharon D. Clark and Deborah Messing will continue as the leads of their previously announced respective shows. Also, RTC announced that Jirai Brian Holder's What the End Will Be and Dave Harris's Exception to the Rule will play off-Broadway in 2021. The rest of the previously announced roundabout season will go on as planned, including 
the revival of 1776 in the spring of 2021, as yeah. well as Lindsay Florentino's The Year to Come and Fall of 2020, Anna Ziegler's The Wanderers sometime in 2021. That is different than the musical The Wanderer, which is going to the Paper Mill Playhouse, <laughs> and Sinaz Tusi's English in the Fall of 2020. More good news on the nonprofit scheduling front, Ashley. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, we don't want to see shows postponed, but postponed is so much better than canceled, uh, especially for something as highly anticipated as Carolina Change. And we were just talking about mm-hmm. 1776, what, yesterday, two days ago? And yeah, whenever I, ART pushed yeah. it back. Right. And I just know, I mean, that's one of my most highly anticipated upcoming shows. So I'm absolutely thrilled to see, you know, things will go on as planned and otherwise, if not planned, they will still go on. Yeah, absolutely. This is uh, very, very good. All right. On Wednesday, Tony nominee Laura Bell Bundy revealed that she is the latest Broadway star to have tested positive for COVID-19. She also did an Instagram live to answer fans' questions about her symptoms. Um, So, of course, we want to send our best to Laura Bell. But here is where my favorite recommendation of the day comes in. Laura Bell, in pure Laura Bell Bundy fashion, is in very good spirits as she posted um, recently. I don't know if it was today or yesterday or the day before. um, She posted my favorite series of videos that I've seen in a while. Mm. Um, I was going to do them in the feel good recommendations, but I'm talking about them now because they moved me a lot. So Ashley, um, Laura Bell in her Instagram post said, quote, for all the kids whose productions of legally blonde, the musical were canceled due to hashtag Corona. I have posted videos on TikTok where you can duet with me. I am singing parts <laughs> of songs where you can fill in the blanks or sing the harmony. And I got some help from other OGs. Or Faye and Andy Carl. I oh, love that. Their, this is Laura Bell still saying this is still her quote. Their videos literally made me pee a little. <laughs> same, same Laura Bell, same. Uh, <laughs> actually, some of the videos, Laura Bell actually sings the harmony line. Sometimes she's singing L, sometimes she's singing the chorus. It's great. All of it is great. And actually, I have long been very public, both on Twitter and on oh, Broadway yeah. Radio, and actually on something like a Big pop. Legally that I, fan. Yeah, I think Legally Blonde the Musical is one of the most underrated shows of the 20th century, if not going back even further. So I loved yeah. this. And Orfe and Andy are wearing their Paulette and Kyle costumes. And actually, strike that. I, I've been told by an Andy Andy Carl scholar that they are actually replicas that were made for an anniversary <laughs> event a really? year or two ago. But <laughs> yes, I swear to God. Uh, but they look great nonetheless. And I love everything about these. And I, because I love this show... Uh, and because I knew about Laura Bell's diagnosis, like she sounds a little mm-hmm. raspy, but oh, yeah. when you have a major respiratory illness, uh, it makes sense. But I think, think so. all of that made me a little uh, emotional watching these. I did tear up and um, Orfe is so earnest with them. Um, <laughs> I mean, granted, Orfe and Andy looks like they shot theirs with a potato, but um, <laughs> it's they're great. And I loved it. It just it made me so happy to watch these. Um, and really, really uh, you know, we, we talked I about, that. Yeah, I love that a lot. Yeah. We talked about, um, how, you know, like, what are people going to do during this time? Uh-huh. Like literally it's getting to the point where there's too much 
online content now. <laughs> there like there's so many live streams. <laughs> there's so, there's so many people doing Instagram lives. Like I, where do we have time? I'm going to have to schedule all of my time around, you know, live <laughs> content on the interwebs, Ashley. I keep subscribing to things like paying for things. And I have to like check myself to be like, Ashley, you are a freelancer. You cannot yeah. afford all of these things that you keep signing up for, which I mean, double edged sword. Yeah, right. there's a great amount of content, and I think to an extent we expected this because theater people are still a are still going to need to make art and get paid for it, but also <laughs> yeah, and need to make money. <laughs> they need to make money, <laughs> and B, they're just going to want some kind of outlet to also you know kind of beat the sadness of all of this so i will gladly take all of this content especially things like this with both you know her, her being like the kids of all the productions of legally blonde the musical canceled come sing with me and also like laura bonanti doing her sunshine songs things like that just really really make me happy right now yeah absolutely actually and Benanti, but either way. Um, moving on. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> She's from I'm, Jersey. I'm all about the long A's. Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's talk a little bit more about the nitty gritty theatrical impact of the spreading pandemic. Yesterday over at BroadwayNews.com, Caitlin Huston had a story talking about the financial impact that is hitting all of Broadway's ancillary businesses, from producing offices to scene shops to ad agencies and more. She talks to producer Ken Davenport, Situation Interactive's president Damian Bazadano, the founder of lighting company Christy Lights Huntley Christie. It's a really sobering read, especially as the article gets into the facts that a number of companies have already either fired staffs or completely shuttered offices altogether. Um, but I think it's important to realize, actually, that it's not just the shows and their on and off stage companies that are being impacted. It's a lot of people like freelancers, like yeah. people at the theater websites, everybody that makes a business around New York theater and around theater in general is being impacted and they're yep. being hurt just as much as the, the people that work in restaurants and places like that. Okay, moving on. Yesterday, the Metropolitan Museum of Art launched their hashtag Congress Save Culture campaign to support broader efforts for financial relief for nonprofit or arts organizations. The Met has already announced an expected shortfall of at least $100 million this year and is hoping that this $2 trillion uh, relief package that Congress is still arguing over will include money to address arts organizations. We already know that the Kennedy Center will apparently receive $25 million, so hopefully many, many other major and not so major arts and culture organizations will be included as well. Also yesterday, the estate of Michael Jackson, who was, of course, behind the upcoming Broadway musical MJ, donated $300,000 to various organizations, $100,000 to a Las Vegas food bank, another one hundred k went to the organization Music Cares, and finally uh, $100K went to BCEFA's COVID-19 Emergency Assistance Fund. Also on the charity front, on Wednesday, we announced over at Broadway World a new line of t-shirts in our online store in which 100% of the proceeds will be donated to oh, the nice. Actors Fund. Well done. There's four, sh there's four shirts. The best one of them, in my opinion, is a Broadway Strong shirt. Nice. Um, so check that out. All of the designs by Alan Henry. 
Um, but in addition, they are also opening up submissions for other shirts. Four winners will have their designs chosen to be turned into merch with all of the proceeds going to the Actors Fund. And the winning designers will also get a bunch of merchandise themselves that feature their design. So if you want to enter, check out the link in the show notes. All right, Ashley, it is now time to get into the feel-good recommendations Woo! of the day. I started um, the first two. I feel like they are right up your alley. Like I, I couldn't Thank have you. scheduled them perfectly. The first one is uh, a short two, two and a half minute Instagram, a uh, two minute and four second Instagram video that uh, the New York City Center put up. Watched and it, it is loved a, it. Yeah, of, yeah, of course. It is a segment <laughs> of, of, of opening Merrily doors. We along. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking the song. I couldn't remember what the song oh. was. But yeah, uh, opening doors from Early We Rule Along in 2012 with Lin-Manuel Miranda, Colin Donnell, Celia Keenan-Bolger, and Betsy Wolf. I love say. this show. I love this production, mainly because I love Celia Keenan-Bolger with yeah. all my heart. Um, so check that out. Then the next one is from one of those ever-present uh, live streams that are going on. Uh, Seth Rudetsky's Stars in the House. On Tuesday night, Raul Esparza performed, and yes. he sang a couple songs, including um, Why from Tick, Tick, Boom. Ugh. Of course, he was in the original yes. off-Broadway cast. Um, he also sang another song, song that's a, a Spanish name that I don't know, um, so I'm, I'm not going to butcher that one. But he also spoke with Annette Benning, who I guess is the vice chair of the Actors Fund, which I didn't realize. Oh, really? As, Huh. Yeah, as well either. as Alice Ripley and the chairman of Actors Fund, Brian Stokes Mitchell. So, um, and he talked about of other stuff. Talked about playing, learning how to play the piano for Company, uh, the last revival of Company, all that stuff. So, oh, I love uh, that. I, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, also, you can watch the um, the latest edition of the twenty four hour plays viral monologues, which aired on Instagram TV or whatever it is um, uh, on uh, Monday night. It included such people like David Diggs, Michael Shannon, Kelly O'Coyne, Dylan, and, and Becky Ann Baker, uh, Anna Barishnikov, uh, Christopher Diaz, um, just a ton, Becca Brunstetter, Eric Bogus. Wow. All right. Uh, um, yeah, just huge uh, names. I love Eric great Bogosian. names. Yeah, David Lindsay Abair had stuff in there too. So um, that's exciting. It's, yeah, it's great. So uh, check those out. Um, Clark Gregg as well, uh, Noah Galvin, Danny Pudi, just some great An embarrassment great folks. of riches. Yeah, Will Arbery. So check those one outs. Check those ones out. <laughs> and then finally, um, this one was brought to my attention from a place, a publication that I do not normally find today on Broadway content. From oh, all right, Nerdist dot com. Oh, hello, uh, Nerdist. If you don't know, as the name suggests, it's for nerds and people like me. Mm-hmm. Um, superheroes, comic mm-hmm, books, mm-hmm. sci-fi, stuff Definitely like that. A nerd. But of course, here they rounded up a bunch of Instagram and Twitter videos. Actually, all Twitter videos from the one and only Sir Patrick Stewart. Oh, of course. course, he is a theater legend and icon, of but course. he's also uh, Captain John Luke Picard in the Star Trek universe, and also Professor Xavier in the X Men universe. But Sir Patrick Stewart at Sir Pat Stew is reading Shakespearean sonnets as he is wont to so do. So good, yeah. And of course, um, of course, what else would he be yeah. doing? 
Right. This is how Patrick Stewart and, and I'm sure his good friend Ian McAllen are spending their time <laughs> yes. during this shutdown. But so this is wonderful. So check that out. Um, all of those recommendations are in the show notes, and I'm sure that you will love every single one of them. Yeah, I believe he said a sauna a day keeps the doctor away. Which is good because he's getting up there in age and we do not pee stew. How we do not need pee stew getting sick. Very dare you to even put it into the universe. Uh, look, I'm putting it there so that people can be prepared. And make sure that they are sending him masks Ugh. and vitamin C and whatever else he needs. Uh, but that is all that we have today. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. Everybody have a wonderful Thursday. Take care of yourselves and each other. And we will be back to talk to you on Friday. <laughs>